When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. In today's show, I'll be sharing the Bitcoin price levels to watch for as Bitcoin holds $17,000 into the market open. Also, recently, the Coinbase CEO, Brian Armstrong, publicly criticized Bankman Freed for being a scam artist, a fraudster. So I responded, boom, Coinbase CEO points out what everyone already knows about SBF. Anyone protecting Sam at this point is more than likely in on the corruption, fraud, money laundering, and collusion, which we clearly see within media, regulators, and Wall Street. Now, more FUD was released, unfortunately, by Bloomberg bashing El Salvador, Nigel Bokele, and Bitcoin. So I responded, I stand with Bitcoin, Nigel Bokele, and the beautiful people of El Salvador. Bloomberg, like the rest of the lamestream media, is an embarrassment and quite pathetic. Also in today's show, Litecoin eyes $100 after rare Litecoin price breakout. That's right. MoneyGram's decision to integrate Litecoin into its crypto services and the coin's upcoming having event has served as catalyst behind Litecoin's price rally. Also in today's show, the Brazilian crypto industry gets regulatory clarity amid global uncertainty. That's right. The regulatory framework from the Brazilian Congress will benefit the country's financial institutions and bridge local liquidity with the global markets. United States regulation. Where you at, dog? Also in today's show, Ripple files its final submission against the SEC as landmark case nears an end. That's right. The ongoing two-year battle finally got its final uh, release mark on December 2nd, just a few days ago. I'll keep you posted with what's happening in the case. Also in today's show, Standard Chartered forecasts a surprise Bitcoin downside after the FTX collapse. That's right. Now, this is pretty wild considering the value of Bitcoin is being touted to drop to as low as $5,000 next year in 2023, according to Standard Chartered's global research head and chief strategist. Also in today's show, hedge fund veteran Mark Yusko predicts Bitcoin will replace gold and unveils his massive Bitcoin price target. That's right. Yusko says Bitcoin is on track to replace gold, largely due to its superior divisibility and portability. And based on the monetary value of gold, he sets a price target of roughly $250,000 per Bitcoin. In the long run, we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. 
Welcome everyone tuning in to today's live show, a Crypto News Alerts pod episode number 1124. Today is December 5th, 2022, and naturally, we got lots to discuss, so let's dive right in by checking out today's market watch. As you can see, all the major cryptos are pumping back in the green. We got Bitcoin up a quarter of a percent for the day, trading just above that $17,000 support. We have Ether up a half a percent, trading above $1,266. Litecoin with the big break out now trading just under $82 while Binance Coin, Polkadot, Avalanche, and XRP are also pumping and in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com, checking out the latest data. We can see we got $858 billion as the current market cap with about $40 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the current Bitcoin dominance at 38.3% and the Ether dominance at 18.1% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, Axie Infinity leading the pack up 21%, trading at $8.26, followed by Kronos, which is the crypto of crypto.com, up 7%, trading just under $0.07, cents, followed by Litecoin, up 7%, trading just under $82. Below that, we have the Sandbox and Synthetics. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we can see a sea of green, which is good for the altcoin market. We have AXS up 27%, GMX up 28.9%, and FTM up 26 0.7%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, you can see we're currently rated a 26 in fear. Yesterday was also a 26. Last week, a 28. And last month, a 38 in fear. And lo and behold, we have been stuck in fear and extreme fear for the bulk of this year, which is pure insanity to say the least. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. But welcome once again to everyone tuning in. Shout out to everyone, especially in the live chat. It's good to see you all. But let's now dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts of what's happening here in the market, shall we? Here we, here we, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, Bitcoin cooled volatility above 17,000 into December 5th Wall Street Open as traders confirm their upside targets. And here on your screen, you can see the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Market Point Trading View followed Bitcoin as it held overnight gains having hit three-week highs. The weekly close itself is encouraging for some, forming Bitcoin's highest since the FTX scandal broke. Now, traders were hoping that upside could continue towards 20,000 with various resistance zones in play. Quoting Mikhail Van de Pop, slowly but surely, Bitcoin is grinding upwards, needs to crack 17.4 to 17.6, but then we most likely continue quite fastly towards $19,000. And a further post offered a Bitcoin chart with relevant price levels of interest. Fellow trader Titan of Crypto flagged 18500 as a formidable resistance zone to watch, while a daily close above 17000 would be encouraging. And quoting Doopy Cash, are we leaving the range this week? And he shared this chart showing 17500 as a clinch level on the daily timeframes and a still optimistic 
mustache. Meanwhile, pointed to a classic bottoming pattern, the inverse head and shoulders in full swing on the 12-hour chart, which you can see on your screen. Eyes were meanwhile on the United States equities and Asian markets, having yet another strong day's trading. The Hong Kong Hang Seng was up 4.5%, while the Shanghai Composite Index managed nearly 1.8%. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollar remained a focus with the macro picture, with the U.S. dollar index near five-month lows in what could yet be a boon for Bitcoin. Now, Sven Henrich, founder of Northman Trader, meanwhile noted the ongoing inverse correlation between the DXY and the S&P 500, quoting him here, a key chart to navigating markets in the past months, the US dollar, SPX directional correlation, still sitting at 95%, part of Twitter comments mentioned on the day. So there you freaking have it. Now, also in other news, Brian Armstrong recently tweeted, and he is the Coinbase CEO, FYI. I don't care how messy your account is or how rich you are, you are definitely going to notice if you find an extra $8 billion to spend. Even the most gullible person should not believe Sam's claim that this was an accounting error. I agree 100%. That's why I responded. Boom. Coinbase CEO points out what everyone already knows about SBF. Anyone protecting Sam at this point is more than likely in on the corruption, fraud, money laundering, and collusion, which we are clearly seeing within the media, regulators, and Wall Street. Also, Nigel Bokele recently tweeted, this article is full of lies, referring to this Bloomberg article, which is standard for Bloomberg. But what is most surprising is how the mainstream media suddenly cares so much about El Salvador. Corrupt politicians plundered $37 billion from our state coffers, and they never wrote one single article. So my response, I stand with Bukele, Bitcoin, and the beautiful people of El Salvador. Bloomberg, like the rest of the mainstream media, is an embarrassment and quite pathetic, to say the least. You feel me? With that being shared, now let's discuss Litecoin, which is a crypto which has been breaking out and one of the top gainers in the past 24 hours. So here we go. How many of you are currently bullish on Litecoin? Let me know in the comments. Litecoin could rise another 20% amid a rare trend reversal breakout that has already resulted in Litecoin outperforming most crypto assets in the recent days. The Litecoin price broke out of what earlier appeared to be a bearish symmetrical triangle. Now symmetrical triangles are trend continuation patterns, meaning breaking out of their range typically prompts the price to move in the direction of their previous trend. Litecoin formed a symmetrical triangle pattern between May and November after dropping 70% to nearly $40 in the prior trade sessions. Now, ideally, the Litecoin slash USD pair could have resolved the pattern by breaking below its lower trend line, but instead, it broke above the upper trend line early November, as shown here in this chart. According to Edward to McGee, the authors at Technical Analysis of Stock Trend, the breakout move is rare. Given only 25% of symmetrical triangle, breakouts have historically resulted in trend reversals. Now, Litecoin followed up with its symmetrical triangle reversal move decisively, and now eyes a run-up towards 100 bucks or another 20% by December 2022. That's right. We're talking about a $100 price prediction for Litecoin this month. Now, the upside target is measured after calculating the distance between the triangle's upper and lower trend line and adding the output of the breakout point, which is around $58 in this Litecoin case. Now, why is Litecoin price up? Let's discuss it. Litecoin symmetrical triangle breakout move started in late October, coinciding with the MoneyGram announcement that it would enable users to purchase, store, and use Litecoin alongside Bitcoin and Ether 
for payments, which is great bullish news. The Litecoin breakout lost momentum due to the FTX collapse in the first week of November and its negative impact on the broader crypto market. But Litecoin resumed its upward trend amid speculations about its reward having in the summer of 2023, quoting the digital trend in his Seeking Alpha. Uh, he, he wrote, Litecoin tends to rally in the months leading up to the having facts then the price tends to stabilize before entering a lengthier and more substantial bull market then around halfway through the cycle litecoin enters a bearish disruption phase like bitcoin as pointed out here in this chart now the litecoin price can reach 180 dollars by july 2023 if the having fractal plays out as intended as pointed out in these charts. And conversely, Litecoin can see a short-term correction as its three-day relative strength index, better known as the RSI, is turning overbought. The trigger for the downside could be the RSI crossing above 70 from its current reading of 68, as shown here in this chart. Now, the Litecoin price downside target comes to be around 40 bucks in the event of a correction trend, down from 50% from the current price levels. So there you have it. Do you feel that Litecoin is likely to rise to 100 bucks, surging another 20%? Or do you feel it's likely to pull back as low as $40 as some analysts are predicting? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. That's clear clarity of regulations in Brazil, something unfortunately we do not have here in the United States, thanks to the corruption of the SEC with keeping investors in the dark. But let's break this down, shall we, as the global crypto community is still licking its wounds to say the least. From the FTX collapse, a liquidity crisis continues to spread around centralized exchanges and decentralized finance alike. It is soon to be decided whether the coming regulation triggered by FTX's bankruptcy will bring a silver lining to crypto. Now, the Chamber of Deputies of Brazil, which is the lower house of the country's federal legislative body, has passed a regulatory framework that legalizes the use of cryptocurrencies as a payment method within the country. That's right. It's estimated that 10 million Brazilians would which is about 5% of the population, currently trade crypto assets. The largest centralized exchange in Brazil is a local business called Mercado Bitcoin with roughly 3 million users. International players like Coinbase or Gemini do not have such a relevant presence in Brazil. Now, thus, global bankruptcies like FTX have not affected the blockchain market in Brazil as strongly as in the U.S. or in Europe. Recent regulatory news from Brazil gives a ray of hope as other countries around the world are targeting the crypto industry without making any distinction between good and bad actors, especially in the U.S. and Europe. No, let's make some big distinctions between the good and bad actors. Obviously, a bad actor would be SBF. Now, in a blog post titled Bitcoin's Last Stand, the European Central Bank warned against interacting with digital currency as it could taint their reputation, claiming Bitcoin is hardly used for legal transactions, which we all know is nothing more than FUD, and that the regulatory attention is currently receiving from lawmakers around the world could be misunderstood as approval. Now, the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission, better known as the CFTC, continues to aggressively police new digital commodity asset markets. And according to a report from the CFTC, a total of 82 enforcement actions were filed in 2022's fiscal year, imposing $2.5 billion in restitution, Scorchment and civil monetary penalties, either through settlement or litigation. 
Like, whoa. Now, although that framework voted by Brazilian Congress doesn't make Bitcoin legal tender as it was achieved in El Salvador, still legalizing crypto as a payment method is a positive step towards encouraging local businesses to adopt and transact in using crypto. El Salvadoran President Nayib Bokele announced the country would be implementing a dollar cost average trading strategy to accumulate Bitcoin. And after buying a large chunk of its Bitcoin reserves at market heights, El Salvador currently finds most of its crypto investments to be underwater. Also, Bukele recently announced purchasing one Bitcoin per day, putting his money where his mouth is. Talk about buying that dip, right? Now, Brazil has been steadily preparing for the regulation of tokenized assets, and the current administration has taken a positive stance on financial innovation for the last couple of years, but no one was expected to be voted on. So suddenly, the Brazilian Securities and Exchange Commission is pursuing changes in the country's legal framework concerning its regulation of cryptos, and in 2021, the securities regulator approved a sandbox structure for the testing of blockchain companies and solutions, and the Central Bank of Brazil also shared its objectives to create the country's sovereign digital currency pilot before the end of the year. And Luis Felipe, CEO of Moss.Earth, a Brazilian climate tech that develops blockchain-based solutions to help companies offset carbon, shared the following. The Central Bank innovated massively in 2020 with PICS, an electronic instant payment method that has gained wide acceptance in the country. And considering the success it's had so far, I would imagine that the next natural step would be to have picks on chain. Now, Brazil's legal framework states that the central bank will determine the rules and a license will be required for any firm that exchanges fiat for crypto or offers crypto custody as well as crypto related products. License requirements will limit who can participate and run these kinds of operations. The process of approval by the central bank might constrain the market, said Diego Cesar, the CEO of Fiat on-ramp provider Transfero Group. And he added, there is no reason why the president will not sanction this law. This is the final step and he will probably do it as there is a big pressure from the central bank to accept the legal framework. Now, the current president of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, has relied on the Ministry of Economy and advice of technical nominees for such complex economic decisions and is likely to approve the framework before leaving office January 1st, 2023, which is what, about three weeks away. Now, a clear regulatory framework will bring more legal certainty for some institutional players to participate, but by no means was Brazil hindered in terms of innovation within this field. Banks and financial institutions might venture into a new product offerings such as credit lending with crypto and maybe even crypto remittances with the new regulatory like regulatory environment in Brazil. Three major banks in Brazil are already offering crypto-related products before Brazil's Congress passed the bill. Now, who is set to benefit the most from this new regulation? Despite the GDP stagnation of the past two decades, Brazil has had a relatively uh, banning low inflation scenario, especially when compared to neighboring Argentina and Venezuela, which has implemented significant financial innovation in recent years. Positive regulation may allow listed funds and publicly traded instruments to purchase their crypto locally instead of going outside of their country. Investment funds in Brazil are only allowed to buy crypto assets on regulated exchanges. This created a scenario in the past where a fund that wanted to allocate a part of its investment in crypto had to resort to international exchanges that were regulated in a different jurisdiction. Now, anything that bridges liquidity between multiple jurisdictions in Brazil is a very interesting opportunity. An international investor would face a less complicated bureaucratic process and local businesses would access more capital. I believe Brazilians have been benefited strongly from financial 
and tech innovation like the rise of fintech and the adoption of blockchain with wider access to cheaper credit, growing investments and trading in crypto. Now, DeFi initiatives involving blockchain stablecoins like Celo Brazilian Real and the Brazilian Digital Token are making foreign direct investments easier by enabling international stablecoin holders to fund local, small, and medium enterprises. Now, Brazil is very financially secluded market from the rest of the world due to the restrictive nature of its local currency. The only currency that can be used in Brazil is the Brazilian real, so there are no USD purchases or foreign currency bank accounts. This makes the local currency quite strong. He added, naturally, local players are expecting regulators to be tough on international players so they have a better fighting chance. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this clarity coming from Brazil for their crypto adoption? Do you think this is a good thing for the adoption of Latin America? Let me know in the comments below. Now, obviously, the million-dollar question now becomes, when do we have this clarity of crypto in the United States from the SEC? Because right now, everything is a gray area except the fact they have come out and said that Bitcoin is a commodity and they hasn't, they haven't labeled any other cryptocurrency as a commodity. The only one with the green light right now is Bitcoin. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss the latest of what's happened between Ripple Labs and the SEC with this ongoing lawsuit, which has now stretched out more than the past, or I should say about two years to be exact from today's date. Now, check this out. The most talked about crypto lawsuit involving the U.S. SEC and Ripple is approaching its conclusion after this two-year-long battle. December 2nd, the SEC and Ripple both filed redacted replies in each other's opposition to motions for summary judgment. Ripple argued in its motion document that the SEC failed to prove that its offering of XRP between 2013 and 2020 was an offer or sale of an investment contract and therefore security under federal security laws. Ripple concluded that the document by stating the court should grant defendants motion and should deny the SEC's motion. Now, Stuart Aldordery, a general counsel of Ripple, stated on Twitter, December 3rd, Ripple's final submission asking the court to grant judgment in its favor. He also stated that Ripple is a proud uh, of its defense it has mounted on behalf of the entire crypto industry, noting that Ripple has always played it straight with the court, taking a subtle swing at the SEC, saying can't say the same for our adversary in another Twitter post. He continued to slam the SEC on December 5th and referred to it as a bouncing regulator, quoting two statements that he suggests are at ends with each other, quoting him here, uh, follow the bouncing regulator. Howie provides a clearly expressed test for determining what constitutes an investment contract. This was the SEC in April of 2021. And then Hinman's speech provided 13 expressively non-exhaustive factors that market participants could consider, which was in December of 2022. Now, the ongoing legal dispute between SEC and Ripple began in December of 2020, literally two years ago. The SEC initiated legal action against Ripple, claiming it had raised $1.3 billion by offering Ripple's native crypto, XRP, as unregistered securities. And in an earlier November 30th Twitter thread, former federal prosecutor James Fillin said these are just three issues left to resolve with the SEC versus the Ripple case. This includes the summary judgment motions, expert challenges, and sealing issues regarding the expert reports, the Hinman documents, and other material relied on by the SEC and Ripple in their motions. The Hinman documents refer to the speech that William Hinman delivered at the Yahoo Finance All-Market Summit in June of 2018, where he stated that Ethereum was not a security. I repeat, in 2018, he stated Ethereum was not a security. However, since then, Ethereum has switched from a 
proof of work to a proof of stake. And now regulators are starting to already claim that Ethereum is in fact now a security. Now, Philin believes that Judge Torres won't tackle the three big issues separately. Instead, she will decide on everything together. And once she rules on the motions for summary judgment, one big written ruling will be released likely on or before March 31st. 2023. So there you have it. We're expecting a conclusion to all of this with a judgment within the next three months. Do you think this is likely? And do you think XRP will be deemed maybe a bridge currency, potentially um, not a security or a security and not a security meaning a commodity? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. I also like to point out that this will be a big victory for the entire crypto industry because if the XRP hypothetically, or I mean, if the SEC hypothetically wins, then they can deem the majority of altcoins as securities, which would not be good for the crypto industry to say the least. So I hope you're rooting for XRP in this victory versus the SEC. With that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day, which is a bottom price prediction of $5,000 for the King Crypto. Could you imagine what would you do? Let's hypothetically say in 2023, Bitcoin drops all the way down to $5,000. How would you take advantage of that situation? Let me know in the comments down below. And here we go. Let's break this down. The value of Bitcoin is being touted to drop as low as 5000 in 2023, according to Standard Chartered's global research head and chief strategist, as initially reported by Bloomberg, a note to investors published on December 4th from the multinational bank chief strategist Eric Robertson weighed on a potential drop in Bitcoin's value correlated with a surge in physical gold. That's right. Robertson outlined prospective scenarios for 2023 that could see interest rate reversals from hikes in 2022, further cryptocurrency sector bankruptcies and negative sentiment towards the market. This could include further downside for Bitcoin next year with a 70% decline from its current market value, while gold can see an upside of up to 30% to the $2,250 mark per ounce. The closing months of 2022 has been tumultuous for the wider crypto ecosystem. The collapse of scam bank Minfreed's FTX crypto exchange and hedge fund Alameda Research sent shockwaves through the industry in what has already been a tough year. Also, there was a rumor yesterday posted along with pictures on crypto Twitter that Caroline Ellison, the CEO of Alameda Research, was just spotted in Manhattan and New York City purchasing some coffee. Now, FTX's bankruptcy proceedings have already led to collateral damage, to say the least, with crypto lender BlockFi following in its footsteps due to its part of its significant exposure to FTX and Alameda and obligations that the defunct companies had with the former. Meanwhile, crypto proponents have provided contrasting outlooks for the space in 2023. Renowned venture capitalist and blockchain investor Tim Draper touted Bitcoin hitting a quarter million dollars per coin next year and sticking by that prediction, highlighting his belief that the FTX fiasco would lead to greater decentralization, adoption of Bitcoin, and increased self-custody by users. And as Cointelegraph reported, Late November, macro market analyst Henrik Zaberg also outlined a potential surge to the value of Bitcoin alongside other risk assets over a $100,000 barrier. And hedge fund manager Mark Yuska, which we're going to be covering in great detail in the next story, also touted a potential start for the Bitcoin next major bull run in the second quarter of 2023 and eventually sending the Bitcoin price on up to $250,000. 
dollars per coin. But before I break this down, first, I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone just attending in the live chat. I greatly appreciate your support. The greatest thing you can do to help support this channel is smash that like button as if it's Sam Bankman Freed's face himself. Make sure to turn on all notifications. And if you're tuning in only on the podcast audio side via you know Spotify or iTunes, be sure to check out the Crypto News Alerts channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A, which we do every day, 24-7 right here. I should say seven days a week, right? But now let's discuss this massive $250,000 price prediction for the King Crypto as per the hedge fund veteran, Mark Yusko. Here we go. Seasoned hedge fund manager says Bitcoin will eventually replace gold and predicts the King Crypto to hit a six-figure price tag. Send it. In a new interview with Stansbury Research, veteran hedge fund manager Mark Yusko of Morgan Creek Digital predicts that China will be the home of the next world reserve currency, but that Bitcoin will replace it sooner after. There is only one money in the world, gold. Everything else is credit. Everything else is a currency. Currency is backed by debt. Every central bank in the world has gold. Some of them have less than they have used because they moved off the gold standard and went to a fiat standard where they could devalue the currency faster because they had too much debt. But where is all the gold going? It's going to China, which I believe will be the next global reserve currency, but it'll eventually be Bitcoin. In the future, Bitcoin wins because it's an asset that exists in the absence of a liability, which is what the definition of money is. Preach. Now, Yusko says Bitcoin is on track to replace gold, largely due to its superior divisibility and portability. That's right. Each Bitcoin can be divided, divisible by 100 million Satoshis. And portability is a great point. Try traveling around with bars of gold. They're probably likely to be stolen or confiscated where you can travel with billions upon billions of crypto and a wallet, which is a piece of plastic, right? So based on the monetary value of gold, he sets a price target of roughly $250,000 Bitcoin in the long run, quoting him here. And so Bitcoin is superior to gold. If I had a bar of gold and I wanted to split it in three ways, I wouldn't bang it on the table and give you each a third. It's too hard to do. And I couldn't stuff it into my computer and send it to you. But if I wanted to send you Bitcoin, I press a bunch of buttons and boom, I could divide a Bitcoin into three pieces and send you both a third very easy. It does have advantages in being more portable and more divisible than gold. So I think it'll eventually replace gold. And he ends here, $5 trillion, the monetary value of gold, roughly equals $250,000 price per Bitcoin. Now it won't happen tomorrow, but over time, it's going to happen. Preach. And to watch this interview, he did entitled Bitcoin price to face more damage after the FTX disaster that he did with Stansbury Research. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.